And now, straight from their latest grilling by Robert Mueller's prosecutors, Randy Credico and his dog, Bianca. Welcome back to Skullduggery. It's a uh, pleasure to be back. I'm not confirming or denying that I was grilled or we were grilled recently, but uh, we were uh, over the last couple of months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everybody number, wants to know. Yes. I, we feel honored here because we don't get very many crucial witnesses in the Russiagate uh, investigation as guests on Skullduggery. And you're talking about Bianca, right? Yes. Um, well, I think it's a, they probably have a joint, joint defense, defense agreement. agreement. I was yes. going to say that. Yeah, yeah. we do. Uh, okay. She's got a defense fund, though. I don't. She's raised a lot of money for her I'm sure she fund. could raise a lot more money yes. than you can. You know, I wish I were a defendant so I could raise some money. You know, I have a defense fund. If I were a defendant or a target. Maybe I may end up being a target. You never know. Well, that's one of the issues we want to explore (laughs) on Skullduggery here. This has been going on for some time now, uh, for many months since. And we should explain, Randy, you're like a former radio talk show host. You somehow, even though you're kind of a left winger, got hooked up with Roger Stone. Kind of Uh, a left winger. (laughs) Yeah. Bill Kunstler Uh, was my godfather. Right. And then from Roger Stone... To Robert Mueller, you have become a important key witness in the investigation, and a lot of people are scratching their heads. They can't figure out how does a Credico get end up with Roger Stone, and how does that lead to him being a, a principal figure in the Russia investigation? I, I suppose it would be like Bill Kunstler being mixed up with Roy Cohn. 40 or 50 years ago, somehow like uh, being yeah. involved in an investigation. Well, it it started out because back in 2016, I had uh, a very successful radio show, WBAI, and I had some incredible uh, people on spanning the spectrum, including Roger Stone, who I had not spoken to for five years since he tweeted out that I was dead. When I had my ra- he started to be a regular on my uh, radio show the year of the election. At the same time, I uh, had Julian Assange on my show late in August 2016. Mm-hmm. So Stone and I had conversations and somehow having conversations with him, he wanted me to get information on a fellow by the name of Dr. R. Paul. This is on September 16, 2016. Dr. R. Paul. He's some Indian doctor who was close to the um, Libyan Libyan uh, intelligence services, and Dr. Paul supposedly knew something about Hillary Clinton sabotaging the peace talks. And so he was trying to get me, just because he got me Gary Johnson on the show. He got me Gary Johnson. The former thought, presidential yeah, yeah. candidate All right, for so the Libertarian I, was, he, Party. I was, yeah, I had Jill Stein on it. The same day that he got me on the show, he made that stupid gaffe about Aleppo. So he really wasn't worth much the next day. He really, like took right. himself out of the race as if he wasn't already. And so one thing led to the next, and we somehow got circumstantially, because I went to see Assange, but I didn't get in. You, you, uh, went, you flew I, to I, London. I flew to London on yeah. September 27th. I let him know that I was going. He mm-hmm. tweets it out right away. My good friend's going to London. Well, because of that tweet, I never got in to see him. Plus, he was probably preparing for the the dump that he eventually did. So I, I went to see Barry Crimmins, who's my close friend, and he died recently. A 30-year anniversary of our comedy tour in London in 1986. So it, it was a 30-year anniversary, and I got to see him for three days. And I flew back on the 1st, 
I got whacked out on First the plane. First of October. First of all, I got totally whacked out because at the Heathrow Airport, the duty-free shop, you buy, but they also have bars at every, like the gin, the bourbon, the cognac, and I was so whacked. So on my way back, I sent them a text message. Big news. Yes. Uh, yes. Big all right. News yes. Wednesday. You yeah. Wrote right. On October. Is that what you said? Yes. Right. Right. And then you went on to say no. Now pretend you don't know me. Right. And Stone writes back, "You died five years ago." Right. And then you write back, "Great." And then you write, "Hillary's campaign will die this week." Right. Now, Roger Stone is using those texts, your right. text, "Hillary's campaign will die this week," as proof that you were his back channel to Assange, tipping him off to the release of the Podesta emails, which is at the core of the Russia investigation right Right. now. Did Roger Stone have an inside track to what Julian Assange was going to do with emails stolen by Russian military intelligence? And those texts do seem to suggest you knew something. Right. Yeah, I know they. I, I see that. You could assume that that day, that on the 1st of October, I got in to see Assange, in spite of what the evidence shows. You take a look at the logs, which were uh, released by the Ecuadorian government. I did not get in. He said on Hannity, I did not get in. I was there to see Barry Crimmins. The thing is, if people would just use logic, why would Julian Assange see a guy he's never met, had him on his radio show one time, to tell him that emails are coming out on Wednesday, make sure you tell Roger Stone. If there was any logic applied to this entire theory, you would know it was BS. So explain why you would have, uh, I mean, I know you were drunk at the time, but why would you have constructed that tweet and text message? Campaign well, because, this week. Yeah. because he had been riding me over this Gary Johnson to get some information on this Dr. Paul. And I said I was going to, but I was never planning to see him. I was no chance I was going to see him. I had a note from the radio station from Bertolt Reimers to drop off at the embassy. It was like a scene out of the Adams Family thing coming out and pulling this envelope from right. Bertolt Reimers. And that was it. So I don't know why I put that out there. Assange had been teasing he was doing something uh, the first week in October, and it was just unlucky for me to send that to him, joking with him. If you take a look at all of the text messages over the previous six months, and if you take a look at his testimony, his testimony saying that I did this in June, this throughout August and September, if you take a look at it all, now the people who know if I was the back channel, are the people who I've seen in D.C. and in New York, and that would be the prosecutors uh, and right. the FBI agents that work All with right. Mueller. So they would know. They are like Columbo, Detective Columbo and Hercule Perot combined. All right, so they will know. Let them sort it out. I'm all for them finishing their job. I'm not calling this a witch hunt. Let them finish well, their job spent, and sort it out. They have spent hours with you now. You've been before the grand jury. Yes. You spent, what, eight hours last week with Mueller's uh, prosecutors? I'm not saying if I was <laughs> okay, there right. or how many hours Why? it was if well, I were can't. there. Right. I'm pretty much not. You're a witness. So you're I'm a witness. You're, I understand that. Uh, yeah, you you but, you know, I don't fact, want to. We know you were there. All right. So, well, all right. 
Let's say I was there. All yes. Right. Well, but look. What are they? What are they trying to prove at this uh, point? I think they're trying to figure out what Corsi did and those Jerome uh, Corsi. Jerome Corsi and him putting out that text message, the Podestas. Now Roger Stone, you tell him anything. That same day, he's going to tweet it out. He has no willpower to refrain from sending out information that he has. That time that I said that I was going to London, he sent it out. On October 12th, the other information I gave him, which I got from several people that you know of, I said that Correa, the former president of Ecuador, was getting the heat from John Kerry during the peace talks in Caracas. Mm-hmm. That's it. And he tweets that out. So that led me to believe that this thing would course. I was telling people that was not the Podestas. That was Podesta. And I've been telling people that. Lo and behold, someone did tell him that. Let me ask you this, Randy, because Are you everyone. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. <laughs> okay, That's right. the damn truth. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, everyone describes the Mueller operation as this black box. They don't leak. They're incredibly disciplined, focused. And we just don't learn that much about what he's got except from the defense side from time to time. But you spent all this time in his grand jury. There must have been hundreds if not thousands of questions. What did you learn about the state of the investigation from the questions that they asked? What's the most interesting thing that you, when you walked out of that grand jury room, that you learned? Well, it's not just the grand jury room. It's, you know, several times I've sat down with them. Everybody knows that more than twice. What I've learned is that that they're very professional, that they know what's going on. These are the types of people you want running an investigation. And I think at the end of the day, you're going to get the answers. You'll get the answers. Okay, but I'm talking about concrete things that you learned, like, you know— uh, well, if I tell you that, then, uh, you know. Then you'll have to kill me. Uh, no. If, I can't yes, handle the truth. I can tell you, I can tell you that, that. Yeah. they're <laughs> trying yeah. to figure out if, if I was the back channel, if Corsi was the back channel, if Stone had a back channel. I think a lot has to do with his testimony, which will be released January 3rd. I mean, this is what I think. In all of the conversations you've had with Mueller's prosecutors, with FBI agents in the course of this investigation and their questioning of you, have you left this process thinking they have evidence that Roger Stone was coordinating in some way with Julian Assange and knew that these email dumps were coming? I don't think that they have evidence that he's dealt directly with Julian Assange. I don't or, indirectly. or indirectly. Or I don't know if they have that. I don't think so. It would be an unwitting thing by Julian Assange. Look, nobody got in to see him the entire month of September, leading September 6th till October 6th. Not one person got in but, there. But Take a look at the logs. But you were talking to one of his lawyers. Yes, but she sees a peripheral. There's 500 lawyers. Right. She, she wrote op-ed pieces, one op-ed piece, and they're more concerned about what's going to happen to him if he gets indicted. That's like, you know, working with other lawyers. You have the Center for Constitutional Rights, his right. big lawyer. You have uh, Alan was Dershowitz was one of his lawyers at the time. Michael Ratner, Garzon. There's so many lawyers. You're talking about one that's like the lowest, and she really was representing somebody else more than Assange and dealt with and they know it. This is, they, this is Bill Cunt- Bill Cunt- 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 Cunt
all right, which really infuriated me. He held that over my head. And there's a certain thing that happened with Stone a few months later because I told him about Mrs. Kunstler, and then he got into a phone call with her in December. He needed to talk to her about something else. I don't want to get into it. So they had, he had a record of that call, and he told me that if I didn't go along with this, he was going to use her. He was blackmailing me. And you're getting me into saying stuff well, I don't want to say, go, that, that he was did, going go to put her what? name out. If I didn't go along with this testimony— didn't go along with this testimony. What did he want he was going to gonna bring her name into it. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to talk at all. One of the reasons why I took the fifth. One of the reasons why when they showed up at the left forum, some of the Mueller people to talk to me about some of these things that have been going on, some implied threats out there. I didn't want to talk because I knew Stone was going to throw her name into the mud there. And I got infuriated by that. And I decided to do it anyway because I had to clear my name because I am connected with Trump now. Here, a left winger like me, I am somehow indirectly tied into this goddamn Trump campaign as if I had something to do with Trump winning. So you got the Hillary people that hate me. You got the alt right that hates me. Why do they hate me? Because I'm exposing the truth about Roger Stone. What did Stone want you to say? He wanted me to go along whatever his testimony was. Which was which that was you were either, the back channel. Yes, or just whatever it was, either go along with it, take the fifth, did you get or the do your Frank Pantangeli. Randy, did you? Oh, I'd like to hear that in a second. But Randy, no, 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 no. i got to ask you a question right. first. Did you now get the i got to start. This is one thing I have did, to do now. I'm like Bogart in, uh, in K-Mutiny. Right. Uh, the key was not imaginary, <laughs> and I don't know anything about mess boys eating strawberries. Now, there's no need for that. I know exactly what to tell you lies. No different from another office in the wardrobe. They're all disloyal. <laughs> I tried to run the ship properly by the book, oh, but they right. fought let me just, every turn. Let me just get this question in. with Mullers all right. the yes, I, I got a serious yeah, question here, yeah. and then we can do the impressions no. for a couple yeah, of minutes because yeah. we got to go soon. But did you get the sense from the Mueller team's questioning of you that they were also looking at witness tampering or obstruction of justice? That, In other words, if Roger Stone was trying to get you to go along with his account— that sounds like it could be witness tampering. Well, all I can tell you is you've seen some selective emails and text messages by Stone out there. It's like told you Columbo saying, oh, Mr. Stone, I've seen a couple of these uh, text messages. Uh, one thing bothers me. Where are the other 13? Oh, you're trying to delete them, huh? Uh, i got to tell you something that they have have it, man. They have it, and if whatever he did, they got text messages, emails. They got all my emails, you know. So basically, I don't know where they're going with it. And if I did know, I, I really would not say. But this is a very professional, thorough group of prosecutors. And I have said that let them finish the investigation, for better or worse. If I end up getting charged with something, so be it. But they did, have to get to the bottom of it. Did this. they get anything out of Bianca? Because Bianca seems like a very cruel witness to uh, me. Yeah, Bianca is, Bianca's, you know, she keeps me when I go testify or I'm uh, for the record, in, she was in the grand jury. Yes, but you. nobody saw it, but she got in there. I have the, not this bag, but I have a beautiful black bag, looks like an attache case, and I walk in the back way and we sit in the back and you know she never barks she's very quiet what, as what you kind know. of dog is she? this is a coton de tuliar i got her in argentina in 2006 so she's 12 years old 
and uh, she's a uh, they're, they're cotton dogs and, and they truly are but she the, goes with me all and, and you know what somebody well, has threatened to, to steal this right. dog you know well it be, went beyond that didn't stone threaten bianca herself yes yeah. yes well you know what, what to steal tell, the dog. Re- refresh our yeah, recollection I'm about take what that maybe, goddamn dog away from you and there's not a goddamn thing you can do well, about it. Talk about witness tampering. He yeah. probably knew that she was going to end up in the grand jury with you. <laughs> she, yeah. Uh, he threatened you to kidnap a grand jury witness. Yeah. It's not that I'm worried about him doing it, but, well, you know, there are a lot of nutcases out there. Really? There are nutcases <laughs> out there. You know, the guy in Pittsburgh, the guy with the pipe bombs, all of this stuff. Uh, uh, there's, there are people out there that are crazy. All right. Yes. And uh, there are people who think that something happens to Stone, the Stone rolls on the president, and let's get this thing out of the way and let's get Credico. I get nervous sometimes. Okay, can we end on Frank Pantangelo? Okay. He's Frank Pantangeli. Pantangeli. Yeah. Uh, well, wait, I'll split it in two. First of all, I got to do the Godfather and then Pantangeli, all right? My youngest son had to leave this country because of this Roger Stone business. <laughs> all right, I. Make necessary arrangements, claim of false charges of being a back channel. But I'm a superstitious man, and if something should happen to him on the sixth train on the way back to Brooklyn, I'm going to blame some of the people in this room. Uh, I don't know no Roger Stone. Oh, yes. I was in the olive oil business with his father, but... That was a long time ago. The FBI guy say, give me something on Roger Stone. So I said, Roger Stone this, <laughs> Roger Stone that. But they were all lying. All of it. What were they drinking? <laughs> Champagne cocktails. Champagne cocktails. What are they drinking? Now, you know my father did business with Hyman Roth. He respected him. Your father did business with Hyman Roth. Your father respected Hyman Roth. But your father never trusted Hyman Roth or that Sicilian messenger boy, Johnny Olo. A man right. had too much to drink. That's what he would have said at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Michael Corleone said... Credico had too much to drink. Uh, All right, let, yeah, let, me, let me just end on this note, that yeah. if Roger Stone does end up getting indicted by Robert Mueller, one of the witnesses for the prosecution will be our skullduggery guest here. No, it's going to be Marlena Credico. Dietrich, man, not me. <laughs> all right? That's all the right. witness for the prosecution. Tyrone right. Power. All right. Well, we are uh, all looking forward to the results Happy of the Mueller investigation. Young, for this. All right? Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank uh, you for bringing that up. <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. That I'm going to be one of the witnesses. <laughs> right. Uh, well, right. thanks for thank joining you, us Randy on Skullduggery. Yeah.